This is episode 324 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's articles are Food Independence, No Debt, and a Paid-For House, and Selco, What You Must Know About SHTF Medicine. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey guys, before we get started, I want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by my new ebook, The Preparedness Community's Guide to a Microbiz and Increasing Your Finances. When you purchase the ebook, you also get lifetime access to the Prepper website forums where we talk about micro businesses, help each other out, and also we have preparedness forums as well. So if you're looking for food storage and uh, wilderness survival, bushcraft, uh, water storage, all that kind of stuff, uh, we have forums built there to continue a conversation where it is something or some place that isn't going to be controlled by one of the big social media companies, right? This is owned by Prepper Website, and uh, it'll be around as long as Prepper Website is around. So, uh, you know, big, big uh, thing there if you are interested in com- communicating and connecting with other preppers out there. All right, so if you will just give me a second, uh, actually more than a second, I do have some things that I'd like to talk about, and just actually, I have a, I have a list. So. I know sometimes in the past people have said, Todd, we just want to hear the articles. So if you have a fast forward, maybe you need a fast forward here. But I just want to share some things with you just that have been going on and uh, just some updates and and different things like that. The first thing is this. Um, There was a new review left on iTunes, and I really do appreciate those. Uh, It helps to get the message of preparedness out there and helps people find it. And so this one comes to us from uh, Figs Fun. And uh, it just says, it's a five-star review, and it says, I started listening to podcasts for the first time last year. Your podcast was the first podcast I listened to, and a year later, it's still my favorite podcast. Thank you for doing what you do. And and that just really blows me away, because I know that there are so many great podcasts out there. Uh, I talk about them, I try to talk about them on the podcast here. Uh, A lot of great preparedness uh, podcasts, and as well as all different types. I mean, whatever you are interested in. Uh, it's out there. And I've pretty much gotten to the point now where uh, I just listen to podcasts and audible books. Uh, So, you know, when I hear a review like that or I read a review like that, it really just blows me away and I just really appreciate it. So thanks so much, uh, Figs Fun, uh, for uh, for leaving that there. All right. So wanted to share with you that my son got married this this, uh, weekend. And so actually the the podcast, the Monday podcast that you listen to, I actually recorded it Saturday because I knew that there was just no way Sunday getting home late at night uh, after being after doing church. So we did church, uh, came home, got ready for the wedding, went and did the wedding. I mean, that was it was like an all day thing. It was just crazy, and I knew that I was going to be just tired uh, to where I, I just didn't want to do the podcast. So I recorded it Saturday and uh, went ahead and had it ready to go. So then when I got home. Uh, on Sunday after the wedding, I was able to just hit, you know, um, you know, re- I was able to just publish it and it was ready to go. And so, you know, very excited. It was a very exciting weekend. I was very grateful for uh, Memorial Day to be able to rest and relax. And we did go over and see some family 
uh, because there was another birthday that we went to. But uh, it was just, you know, it was good. It was a, a great weekend. And so, uh, you know, just wanted to share that out there. I don't normally talk about, you know, things leading up, you know, when something's going on, like leading up to it. And I think that's just good operational security. I always try to talk about it afterwards. And so uh, just uh, just wanted to share that with you because we really uh, had a great weekend. And just, uh, you know, it was great to see uh, my son get married. I did perform the ceremony. And uh, it was a great honor to be able to do that. I also want to share that I am going to change the price of the MicroBiz ebook. Um, I think I've been really shortchanging it. I think there's a lot of value there, although it's not a very long ebook. I've gotten a lot of great feedback, but also I think there's a lot of value there. Not only do you uh, have that, you know, the it gets the creative juices flowing and hopefully it inspires you. But there's a, that last chapter has 54 different micro business businesses that you might be interested in. But then on top of that, you have lifetime access to the Prepper website forums. And I think that is just, you know, people pay to, to have access, different accesses like that. I know that there's some free forums out there, but, you know, people pay to have things like this. And uh, I just want to let people know it's not a, a monthly fee. It's not a yearly fee. It is, you know, once you buy the, the, the ebook, you get the lifetime access to Prepper website forums as long as it's there. So more people are, are buying the book and more people are coming to the forums all the time. And so, you know, the more people that are in there, I think the better that it gets and we're able to share some more information. I think sometimes some people just uh, forums are, are kind of old school. Although I recently listened to a podcast that they were talking about forums. So I'm like, well, wait a minute, you know, uh, they might be old school, but there's still a lot of use for it. And they were talking about all the advantages of it. You know, when you when you are in a Facebook group and somebody posts something and then you just go try to find it later on, you know, like maybe a week later. I know this happens to me on the, the Prepper website Facebook group. I remember like, hey, someone posted something and I can search for it, but you can't find it. Actually, I went to a, a, a Facebook group that I'm a part of because I remember someone saying something before and I went to go search for it. I couldn't find it. I had to scroll and and uh, even scrolling, I wasn't able to find it. So, uh, you know, when you have a forum, it's easily laid out. You can go straight to the topic that you want and it's easily laid out. And, and so you can just kind of click there and get what you need. And uh, there's messages, there's private messages. You can go and you can quickly glance at, you know, who has replied or, or which topics have, have, you know, are new or, or which uh uh, topics uh, there's been a reply to you can also uh, choose to you know be notified by email so if uh, for whatever reason you do get a uh, uh, you do you know leave a, a message or leave a, a topic uh, on the forum then if you click that little box and whoever responds to it you do get an email and so you know, there's a lot of advantages to it. So anyway, I after this weekend, I am going to raise the price. So right now it's $6.49 and it is going to go up to $14.95. So if you are interested in it, just want to let you know, give you a heads up. Uh, I was going to change it this weekend and I'm like, you know what? I'm very busy. I got a lot of things going on and I just want to let people know out there. So if if you are uh, you know, thinking about it, it's still very, I think $14.95 is still very, very affordable. Uh, people told me I was crazy when I was letting it go at $6.49. But even, even now, at $14.95, I think it's very affordable to be able to get 
the ebook and also the access to the forums. And remember, that's a private forum. Not everybody's allowed in there. And, uh, you know, we just make sure that it is something that's quality where, you know, people aren't going to come and spam and, and all that kind of stuff. So I um, uh, just want to let you know that you can always uh, get access to the to the microbiz ebook by clicking on the link in the show notes. Then I want to let you know that I did release the current events, the weekly watchman and current events. That is uh, an uh, article of about four, five, six. It kind of depends on on how many have been released. Uh, videos on YouTube of prophecy teachers that look at current events and b- biblical prophecy and talk about you know what is going on. And uh, you know one of the things that you keep hearing over and over from these guys is that things seem to be happening very fast as far as it goes to like Middle East events and Bible prophecy. And uh, a lot of the times you hear about stories that you don't hear in the alternative or in the mainstream media or the alternative news media. And so I, you know, just even if you weren't a believer or even if you didn't believe in Bible prophecy, a lot of those videos are really good just to kind of get an idea of what's going on out there that's not being reported in the news. Uh, one of them, John Haller, who, uh, one, of the, one of the guys that I always listen to, I actually listen to him on the way home from church. So I'll bring up YouTube and, I, you know, he's usually posted because they do theirs live and it usually, you know, it gets recorded onto YouTube. So I listen to his on the way home from church. So anybody who rides home from, from church with me knows like, hey, you're going to be quiet. I'm listening to John Aller. I'm listening to this prophecy update. And so, uh, you know, I think John is becoming more and more every time I listen to him, it's like he's more and more of a prepper. He was bringing up uh, the issue in Brazil and their just-in-time supply. And, you know, those of us who have been prepping for a while understand what just-in-time supply means. Um, and for those who have not been prepping for a while, you might be new because I know we have a lot of new listeners. and just want to welcome you to the podcast and to preparedness. But just-in-time delivery is where a grocery store, like in the past, even when I was a kid, you know, if there wasn't something on the shelves, my mom would go to one of the stalkers and say, hey, can you check to see if you have this in the back? And they would go, and if they did, they would bring out a case, they would hand one to my mom, and then they would go stock the rest, right? Well, they don't do that nowadays. In fact, they don't have any stock in the back anymore. What what happens is when something is purchased, um, the computers have like an inventory of what was purchased. It sends it to the warehouse. And then that that stuff is pulled and then sent you know to the to the grocery store in a truck the next day. And so that's unloaded and restocked. And that's that just in time delivery. Well, in Brazil, the truckers have been uh, they have been protesting, right? They've been they've been uh, on strike. And so nothing is being delivered, and it is really, really bad. Um, you know, in fact, John Haller, and the reason I'm bringing this up is he posted someone that he knows sent him some information, and he posted it on his wall. I copied it, or I shared it to the Prepper website uh, Facebook group. So if you're in the, in the group, you can go check out what he wrote. But it's uh, it's very concerning, right? Because uh, the cascade effect of uh, you know the the just in time delivery and the trucks not rolling, it's more than you realize. I mean, all of a sudden, you know, shelves are empty, and then it takes a couple of days for those things to kind of replenish. And then you have like fresh fruits, and and then you have medicine possibly going bad, you know, inside of these trucks on the side of the road because they're they're striking. 
And so it just goes to show you how bad things can get very, very quickly. Um, you know, they were almost uh, kind of talking about it like it was Venezuela, as bad as it was getting in some of these places. So John was talking about that on his uh, on his prophecy update. And then there was that post on his on his wall, and I shared it out on the Facebook group. But I wanted to just bring that up because just-in-time delivery is something that affects not only you know like places like Brazil, but it would greatly affect us as well here in in America if something was to go. I mean, we always talk about that that would happen if there was a collapse, if oil, gas, diesel, all that type of stuff. But if the truckers decided to strike at one point. I mean, that could be, you know, a, a big deal. And so that is one reason why we prep. So if there is a disruption, we can handle it without going into crisis mode ourselves. So uh, I will, uh, I, again, so I wanted to kind of point that out. So if you go listen to uh, the Weekly Watchman or the Prophecy Updates, at least listen to John's. And he starts talking a little bit. Oh, he also brought up the thing in Sweden and, uh, you know, that aspect of it. And he talked about that the information that they put out was just good for preparedness. And uh, so that's what I'm saying. Like, the more I listen to John, the more I, I think he's becoming, a, he's like a closet prepper or whatever. So I need to send him another email or uh, another message on Facebook. And I'm like, hey, come on over to, uh, to preparedness, right? Uh, so uh, I don't know. Maybe one day he'll have somebody who talks about preparedness on his prophecy update. Uh, that would be uh, really, really cool. Last thing I want to talk about before we get to the articles is I did an interview with Mark Goodwin over at Prepper Recon, and uh, I just wanted to let you know, I'm going to link to it in the show notes so you can go uh, listen to it. I mean, Mark always has great stuff on, but I had a little Mel Tillis, uh, <laughs> a Mel Tillis situation on that uh, on that podcast. And so the thing is like Mark afterwards, uh, you know, I was talking to Mark about it. And uh, he goes, oh, man, I'm sorry. I don't I don't edit my podcast. I'm like, dude, you got to edit that, man. I was like, Mel, tell us, you know, like stuttering. I think I was saying survival. And it was like, it, it just, I, it would not stop. I kept stuttering. It was like, and I'm like, come on. So you got to listen to it just for that because it's hilarious. And when I was, I'm like, Todd, you just got to stop talking and it'll stop. But I just wasn't, just crazy. So anyway, you don't hear stuff like that on this podcast because I edit it out. Uh, Mark was like, man, I don't, I just don't edit out my, my podcast. So uh, you'll have a Mel Tillis, uh, you know, situation there, a moment uh, when, when I'm just like completely stuttering and it'll be funny, but uh, just, you know, <laughs> just know that that's going to happen. But anyway, we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, economic collapse and, and uh, you know, talked a little bit about my, my micro biz book. And so definitely, you know, go check that out. Um, Mark did come out. If you are a fan of his books, his second book uh, of the Ava, uh, the Ava uh, series has come out. And so, you know, one of those to, uh, to definitely listen to or, or to read. I listen, I listen to him. So uh, his first book was awesome. And, uh, you know, I always you know, hate getting to the end of his books because I'm like, I want the next one to hurry up and come out. So uh, definitely go check those out. Um, I can't link to it in the show notes, but you can always come over to uh, Prepper website and click on our Amazon links and go straight over to Amazon and purchase it over there. Um, I, when you do, we do it, get a little percentage and I do greatly appreciate it. So uh, thank you so much and hopefully you'll go listen to that podcast episode with Mark. All right, so let's go ahead and get into our first article of the podcast. It comes to us from modernsurvivalblog.com. 
And uh, it's a short article, but it's called Food Independence, No Debt, and a Paid-For House. And so, you know, when we talk a little bit, you know, at the very beginning of the podcast, when I am opening up, you know, I always say that, uh, you know, we want to love your people, get prepared, and live free. And this is one of those where it really rings true about living free and, be, and being a little bit more self-reliant. Um, you know, the, uh, the, the thing about the just-in-time delivery, I mean, that's one reason why you don't want to be dependent on the, the everyday going to the grocery store. And there are people that go every single day to the grocery store to get something to cook for dinner. You don't want to be dependent on that. You want to be a little bit more uh, self-reliant, right? You want to be a little bit better prepared. And when we talk about food independence and having no debt and having a paid-for house, I mean, that is truly being, uh, you're able to get uh, more self-reliant, more self-sufficient. You're able to um, you know, rely on yourself and be better prepared because you don't have all these other things you know, with money going out and uh, you're making better decisions. So let's go ahead and read this article. And uh, I, think it'll, I think it's one that you'll like and hopefully it's one that will inspire you to start shooting towards these goals. So let's go ahead and start reading. I believe that working towards these three goals will change your life. Food independence, or at least working on it, no debt, and paid for house. An MSB regular commenter, Lauren, mentioned these three points not too long ago and I felt compelled to post it separately for your consumption and comment. I can tell you without a doubt that achieving these goals will free your soul from dependence if you let it. You have the opportunity to become truly liberated from a system that's designed to hold you down. So food independence. Okay, maybe literal food independence is difficult at best. Perhaps it's not 100% achievable for many. In fact, it's likely impossible for the typical working man or woman. However, there is a lot, a very lot, that you can do towards becoming less reliant upon the grocery store. Note, it's a great feeling to look at one's own stocked shelves of home canned foods. Vegetable gardens are the start of the process. Food preservation techniques are best learned next. You can take it to whatever level that you choose within the constraints of where you live. Here's a tip. If you get the equipment and know-how to home canned foods, then you will be able to take advantage of store sales prices. Purchasing quantities sufficient to do a batch. For an example, boneless chicken breast was on sale last week for $1.79 at our grocery store, so we bought 16 pounds and canned a batch. And there's some articles here that are related that you can click on. So no debt. This is huge. I mean, really. For those who have pulled themselves out of debt know exactly what I mean. Becoming debt-free is so very important towards self-liberation. Owing nothing puts you in the driver's seat, so to speak. No longer will a bank or banks weigh heavy on your shoulders. Living below your means is the simple solution. Resist the temptation to spend beyond your means. It's really that easy. Eventually, you will become debt-free. There's a link here to The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. Um, you know, definitely, living below your means is a choice that everyone should be making. Um, you know, I can't, I just can't even, and, and you know, I can't understand it to a point. When you're young, uh, when you don't know any better, 
when you believe you have to have a life like everybody else around you and you start to use your credit cards and you start to, uh, you know, you start maxing out one credit card and you go to the next and you go to the next. I'm grateful that I learned early on that I did not want to carry debt like that. Um, I've also made that decision for, you know, actually I was talking to somebody, uh, a friend about it at the wedding. You know, I don't want my kids to come out of college with a lot of debt. The college loan bubble is, is, is a big bubble that can pop, you know, and uh, you know, college loans is one that doesn't, if you go bankrupt, isn't one that's written off. You're still responsible for that. So, you know, this person that I was talking to said that he has family members that graduated uh, from, from college and they still have, you know, $100,000 worth of debt. And so I, I just don't want my kids coming out, you know, coming out of college that way and knowing what I know a lot of the times, you know, there are some, um, you know, there's some jobs out there. There are some companies that, you know, wherever you went to college would mean something. Um, but for the most part, most employers just want to know that you have a college degree. Uh, and, and that's if that that's the case. There's a lot of jobs now that I would recommend that going to a two-year college and getting an associate's degree, you can come out making more money than someone that has uh, a four-year degree. And so there's a lot of things out there uh, that are just people aren't going because the schools always pushed four-year college, four-year college, and there's a lot of trades right now that where you can make a lot of money. And so uh, especially those that are a little bit more technical um, so you need a little bit more technical skills, but you know, having an associate's degree, a two-year degree, will really greatly. I mean, come you'll come away with a lot more money, and so uh, start earning right away. So anyway, uh, just you know, getting out of debt is very, very important. And so if you are in that situation right now, you know, where you are looking at your budget, and and that is a problem, and maybe it's a problem and a concern for your marriage. Maybe it's a problem where you are, you know, you're, you're fighting about money and those types of things. You really need to start with a budget. You need to get that under control. You need to tell what your money, what you want it to do, and then start living be below that. Start putting away some money, have some money for emergencies and those types of things. So I didn't want to go into a whole rant on that, but I think this is one of the deals, guys, when if there is an economic collapse, if, if things start to, to, uh, really tighten down on us financially in this country. Those that are debt-free are really going to have it way, way better than those that are managing a whole bunch of debt. And then for whatever reason, your money is not buying what it used to buy, you know? And so, and interest rates start going up and all that kind of craziness. So get out of debt right now when you can. Start making good decisions. And then the last one is paid for house. This may sound impossible or completely daunting, Paying off your home mortgage. Paying off your house will take time or deliberate lifestyle change, but I've got to tell you that it will be one of the most amazing feelings in the world when you do. There are a number of ways to approach this. You can continue to pay your mortgage for 30 years or you can do it quicker. Some people will commit to paying more on their mortgage to pay it off sooner. It will still take time. However, when you look back on it, you'll be glad that you did. Here's a thought. Downsize. Give up the big house for a smaller one. We're all programmed to believe that bigger is better, but is it worth paying 30 years for? You might consider selling and then purchasing a smaller or a lesser home. You might find a piece of land out in the country with a small, older house on it. Maybe, maybe not. It's worth exploring, though. I can tell you that it's worth the effort. 
I have been able to achieve becoming debt-free and paid-for house, still working on the food independence part. Years ago, I chose to exit from a higher-paying career and a life that was filled with its stereotypical stresses and issues. I downsized, sold everything, and moved to the part of the country where cost of living was much less. While I don't have a big income anymore, I can say with certainty that I am so much happier. I eke out a small living from this blog, and I am able to work on the homestead. If I still had debt, I would not be able to do this and pay the bills. While it's not for everyone, a lifestyle change emphasizing the three points above will be exhilarating and liberating. Well, guys, because you know Modern Survival Blog has been around for a while, there's a you know big community over there. There's 76 comments, and uh, I always recommend taking a look at the comments because there's always good information there. Uh, people offering more, uh, more, more great information that you know you can that adds to this article. But uh, you know the paying off the home. I do recommend looking at a 15-year mortgage. A lot of the times, it's just a little bit more in a monthly payment, and you know interest rates are really low. And you can, you know, they might not be as low as they were a couple of years ago, but they're still low. And 15 years—I mean, when you think about it, it it looks far out there, but time flies so fast, you know, and, and by the time you know it, it's like, you know what, you only have a few years left to go and you start seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. And so you think about your home mortgage and what can you do uh, a month when, when you're not paying a monthly mortgage, that amount of money every single month, what can you do with that money? I mean, you know, you can save it for retirement. Definitely, maybe you can go on some trips. Maybe you can bless people, uh, you know, with, you know, giving giving more to charities and to your church and different things like that. Maybe you could buy that small rural piece of property that you were wanting to buy. You know, there's, gosh, there's so many things that you could do. But, uh, you know, it's just you, you got to pay off your house. You know, that's very important. Uh, years ago, that was the thing. People bought a house and they stayed there. Nowadays, I mean, when I was... Uh, I was working in you know on the campus. So many of the teachers were they were upgrading, they were buying new houses, and there's kind of a, a boom here in Houston. Um, some of the teachers would sell their house, uh, they put their their house up for market, and it would sell that next day, no joke. And they were they were building their house, so they were like very unprepared to to move out. So they either had to store all their stuff and go get an apartment. For like you know six months to a year where their house was finished, or they moved in with family, or you know different things like that, because their house sold so fast. But a lot of people were upgrading. You know, as you make more money, it's like okay, let me upgrade my housing uh, in in my living you know arrangements, and so you really don't gain anything from that extra increase of income because you put it into a bigger mortgage and a bigger house, and so just you know. Upsizing, I guess, is one of those things. It's just it's an American thing. We always want the bigger and the better, but if you can uh, hold off on doing that, and you can, uh, you know, keep the house that you have, or even downsize it, live below your means, man. Later on down the road in life, you'll be so much better off, you know. And so I'm definitely I'm looking forward to paying off my house. Uh, I can't remember how many years I have on it, but I'm starting to see the the light at the end of the tunnel. So it's very, very exciting because I know that we've been doing it, been after it here for a while. All right, guys, that's over at modernsurvivalblog.com. Like always, I'm going to link to it in the show notes. 
Our next article comes to us from Daisy over at TheOrganicPrepper.com. This is another article by Selco, and uh, it's, uh, Selco, What You Must Know About SHTF Medicine. You know, we talk a lot about stocking up medicines, over-the-counter medicines, fish antibiotics, those types of things. We talk about natural medicines and and herbal remedies. Um, This is going to talk about both of those, and it might uh, upset some people that are into herbal remedies, and, and it might... Uh, you know, shock you in some of the things that he says. And you, again, like always, all the articles that I, I read on the podcast and also that I post on Prepper website, you really need to come up with, you know, how you feel about this and you need to make your own decisions. Sometimes I post a lot of information and sometimes I give you both sides of the story and you really need to think about where you're coming from and, and what, where you're going to go and what you choose, you know, what you choose to believe. And maybe it requires doing a little bit more research. But, uh, you know, this is Selko coming, approaching this from an SHTF situation. He was, he's a survivor of the Bosnian War where his city was surrounded and he really lived, you know, in an SHTF situation. And so, uh, you know, he has a lot of experience in in that regard. So let's go ahead and read this one again. Uh, What you must know about SHTF medicine. SHTF medicine was one of the most valuable skills that I used when my country collapsed. I plan to use that medical knowledge again if time gets bad for me and my family or simply for other people as a help or skill for trade. When the SHTF people used what was available for treating their medical condition, results differed. All different kind of medical problems suddenly happened when the SHTF. SHTF medicine for chronic conditions. Preppers usually think about injuries and wounds when they imagine real collapse, but tend to forget the spectrum of existing chronic medical conditions that a lot of people cope with. Those conditions will not disappear when the SHTF. So if your father or spouse has a high blood pressure condition, that probably means you will be more likely to deal with high blood pressure complications when SHTF than to treat gunshot wounds. It does not mean you do not have to know wound treatment. It means you have to know how to deal with high blood pressure. So it makes sense to watch for already existing medical conditions within your family and to be ready to help with that when the SHTF. Depending on the level of your knowledge and other circumstances, this can mean learning about natural remedies for episodes of high blood pressure, like garlic for example, or choosing to have huge stashes of meds for high blood pressure, oral or in the form of injections, or learning how to control it with dietary changes, etc. Best is a combination of all of the above mentioned skills and techniques. A frequent mistake is to lean on just one technique, skill, or philosophy. And that is exactly the thing that is often seen in survival moments, natural or herbal medicine. Natural medicine doesn't always work. I knew several people who had knowledge about herbal medicine during hard times in the war. It was a valuable skill simply because real medicine or drugs were hard to find. So they treated people with their own medicines. Most of them actually sold those medicines. Some of them actually gave it as a present. Of course, they always expected something in return. Rarely people do anything for free, which was pretty understandable at that time. Some of that it worked, but more of it did not work. It was a situation where you took it or left it, and to take it usually meant some hope. Not to mention, big number of scams occurred with that medicine. 
you need to understand that the range of medical conditions that was happening at the time was pretty wide. Because the medical system was completely out, you could see anything. The important thing here is to understand that natural remedies might work in some conditions, while in others they are completely useless because of many reasons. Too slow, too weak, a lack of proper diet, or a lot of stress. I remember treating more than once wounds with a mixture of herbs and other natural remedies like honey, pine needles, and similar. And you know what was the result? If the wound got severely infected, the person lost part of their body or even their life. It was simple like that. I have seen cases of pneumonia treated with natural remedies from men who had generational knowledge about natural remedies. And yes, sometimes they did have success, but often they did not have success. It was a desperate time. I saw people being treated after being not conscious for days, burning from fever with homemade hot bombs and prayers from eight men next to their bed, but still they died. Do not get me wrong, people may die from pneumonia in the most modern societies with advanced medical care, but here we are talking about common sense and layers. There is a reason why we are using antibiotics to fight serious infections and not natural remedies. Yes, part of that reason is the greed of big pharmaceutical companies. I do agree with that. But antibiotics are needed to fight the most serious infections. So, if you put all of your money on natural remedies, you need to consider again your prepping philosophy. Natural remedies have their place as an important skill for SHTF, but as an addition to conventional medical knowledge, stash, and skills, or in a worst case scenario for use when it is the only way to treat illness or injuries. So what makes sense versus what is fancy? When SHTF, you will have to solve problems, including medical issues, in the quickest, most efficient way. There are a few reasons for that. First, you'll have other problems. Most probably that medical issue is not going to be your only problem. Most probably you will have many other problems concerning resources, safety, and security. You'll be under stress, physically and mentally. And number two, there is no time for mistakes. People feel confident in some things today. It is like that because you have the most advanced medical system usually just a phone call away from you. In other words, now, if you have some kind of small incision, yes, of course, you're going to try to solve it with natural remedies, herbs, natural ingredients, ointments, or whatever. It is like that because if you messed up and see that your cure is not working, you can sit in your car and go to the emergency room for professional help. Guess what? When the SHTF, if you mess up, you're in a bad way. Remember, when SHTF, a small problem can lead to a very big problem really fast. So medical preparedness is all about levels. The first SHTF medicine knowledge that you need is systematic understanding of medical conditions in terms of severity and probability. Just like all other prepper topics, there is no sense to start prepping from the end of the spectrum or to cover what is unlikely while completely forgetting the basics. For a very fundamental start, it is good to look into hygiene, infection, existing chronic medical conditions, yours or in your family group, and wound treatment, emergency and prolonged. Just these few topics will take months of time, especially since you will try to implement natural remedy knowledge together with medical knowledge. Again, do not get me wrong. Knowledge about natural remedies was very important and valuable, and I believe we all need to know the basics. 
but do not throw away what modern medicine can offer you just because you have some opinion that natural is the only way. What I point out very often is that fact that if something is illegal today, like administration of injections, healing with antibiotics or whatever, from the point of medical legality, it doesn't mean you are not allowed to research the hell out of it and to learn everything possible. When the SHTF, nobody's going to care about licenses. Knowledge and skills are going to be more important. A lot of knowledge is out there and free. You can learn a lot through that. In the end, for us, natural medicine was very important and valuable because a majority of folks did not have a better choice. All right, guys, that's the end of that article right there. I love what he said about layers, not only in medicine, but in everything in preparedness. And so talking about those basics, right? Uh, we're not, we don't want to worry about, you know, the big, like, how am I going to, you know, uh, do heart surgery on someone, right? Or uh, how am I going to handle appendicitis when you don't know the basics of dealing with infections and you don't know the basics of, you know, even knowing your family's history and knowing who has what. And, you know, so you do have someone who has high blood pressure. And right now they take a medication every single month, you know, uh, for whatever reason, the pharmacy, you know, gets that little ding in their computer and they know that they need to refill this prescription and they go pick it up every month. But if the poop hits the fan, what are they going to do? They're not going to have that. So how would you handle high blood pressure in a situation like that? And it could be that you do have to do it with herbal remedies, you know, natural means. And so you can research those types of things right now. And so I like, again, like what he said is start off with the basics of first aid, you know, before going to the more advanced things and get those things down. You know, you can research things now. You can start uh, getting information. Again, I'm always going to tell you, I think one of the, the, the first books that any prepper should have is Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy's, you know, uh, medical preparedness book. And uh, so the survival medicine uh, handbook. And uh, I, I believe in it so much. I'm always talking about it. You know, if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you've heard me say that over and over again. And over at uh, the Prepper Website podcast, uh, you know, in the episodes section, if you go to it, um, if you go to the website, it's going to be on the right hand side. You can just link to it there because I believe in it so much. I think you should uh, everybody should own that copy and, and maybe give that a copy away for, uh, you know, for different uh, for holidays and you know, whatever Christmas and birthdays and stuff like that. If you know people are preppers, you know, give them give them that uh, that information. There is sections on herbal remedies. There's sexual sections on fish antibiotics and bird antibiotics and how to use those. And then there's also a section on essential oils, uh, as well as all the other things. And the premise is that this is going to be your handbook. You are the medic in your family if there is no hospitals and doctors around or available, right? And so I think it's a very valuable book. And, uh, you know, we should learn as much as we can uh, about that. So, uh, you know, I've said it before. I know that if you've, uh, again, if you've been a listener to the podcast, that was one of the things that got my wife really starting to prep is we were watching the show after Armageddon. Uh, it was a Discovery Channel uh, uh, docudrama. And uh, one of the guys, you know, dies because of an infection because he didn't know how to how to handle that. And so, you know, it just it just shows you with a little bit of knowledge, herbal remedies, he could have dealt probably dealt with that infection, you know, uh, very easily because it started out as a little cut and then it got worse and worse and worse. 
And so I liked what he talked about hygiene. You know, just knowing good hygiene is going to be very, very important in a poop hits the fan situation. And so I think some really great topics to reflect on, or a great topic to reflect on and to think about what this means for you and your family, because everyone's going to be a little bit different here because everybody has different uh, medical issues that they're dealing with, uh, medical histories that they're, that they're dealing with. And it might be one of those things where you have a conversation with people that will, would be coming over to your house, maybe you know, your parents or your grandparents or uh, you, know, you have a, a brother and a sister that you haven't, you know, that are coming over and you haven't uh, really talked about medical issues lately. And you can say, hey, are there any medical issues that we need to know if, you know, this situation happens, you know? And so, you know, keeping that, uh, being apprised of, of that kind of information. Well, you guys, that's over at theorganicprepper.com. And like always, I'm going to link to it in the show notes so you can go check that out for yourself if you would like. Well, guys, that is it for episode 324 of the Prepper Website Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hey, don't forget, if you want to subscribe to the show, you can head on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com. That way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. Hey, and don't forget to take a moment to connect with me. I have a ton of ways to connect on the show notes. And don't forget to come over and join the Facebook group. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.